a game, so I explain it pretty easily. Listen, I'm only going to explain this one more time. Because he's forced out. It's, it's a force. Because he must. He must. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Because They Must, a sports history podcast hosted by me, Sophia Burks, who doesn't understand or care about sports. And me, Tyler Ross, who has every article of clothing that has some sort of a sport related thing to it. <laughs> True. I'm wearing my Guardian's hat and this cool Happy Gilmore shirt you got me. It's very nice. For listeners at home, it's the Shooter McGavin 1996 Gold Jacket Golf Tournament shirt. And it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, I'm a great gift giver. You which, are. if you want to learn more about gift giving, check out our other episode about gift giving. True. Either coming out before or after this. <laughs> I don't know the schedule of our own show. <laughs> Nor do I. It's all <laughs> random. It's a little surprise. So, something we did recently we haven't talked about as we went to a minor league hockey game <gasps> yes 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 i love minor league games mm-hmm. i don't care about sports so i love when there's some fanfare and minor league teams really know how to do that they really do um we just got to see a fight oh yes 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 um hockey is my favorite sport because of the violence um I <laughs> check out episode two. About I love, I love it, and I really enjoyed this game because it, be, it being a minor league team, everyone there is like people who they they go to that game, they go to those games a lot, and it's actually like important to them. It's like really a part of the community. It feels like, which is why I really enjoy minor league t- games. Um, and it was so fun because. At this hockey game, we went to the um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Iceman. Iceman. Um, their like chants, I've never heard more organized hate. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so well done that I, I just had to join in every single time that we their team got a point they would start yelling at the other team's goalie and I can still do it because they, they, it was so crazy. It was a high scoring game. So it it was really fun to be at. Yes. It was so fun to be at. And we learned this chant and it was, um, he shoots, he scores, you suck. (laughs) And then they would chant the guy's name, which was kind of Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. Um, you suck you suck it's all your fault it's all your fault it's all your fault Woo! (laughs) (laughs) and i loved the woo at the end it was so whimsical after just berating this man and making him feel sad to Mm -hmm. then have this cute little like woohoo yeah at the end and it just it reminded me of being back in like high school and like razzing like the away teams did your school ever do that yeah i know that like i didn't really participate a lot in the high school sports that were happening at my school i just remember they made like funny t-shirts for like certain Mm -hmm. rivalry games that people would sell and Mm -hmm. i i'm sure there was inappropriate things like chanted at other players that were dating people from school i remember that being a thing but i can't remember specifics of it yeah we had the when I was there, it was called the SWAT team. My sister knew it as a different name, but it was basically started. It was really at the basketball games and they were just relentless. It was like this whole group of like all the like is really like juniors and seniors. And they were as brutal as these hockey fans. <laughs> like it would just be like rattled rat. There were mm-hmm. other chants. I can't remember it, but I specifically remember that one. It's all about getting in the game anyway. It is. I love you know, I'm not one for I'm not one to be mean, but I did shout, "Hey Johnson, not even your mom sucked this much last <laughs> night," and I loved it. I shouted that at another human being. 
I think it helped make the Iceman play better. Yeah. Or I, him play worse. I also really enjoy shouting kiss or fight <laughs> at hockey games. I think that is my favorite thing to chant, maybe ever. And it's only applicable at a hockey game. I can't shout that. I mean, I could, maybe I could shout that at like a wrestling, like kiss or fight. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that really playing well. Actually. Or boxing. I think that's my crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we just have to try to find a way to afford boxing tickets at some point. Are they expensive? I think so. I think it's one of those events where it's like hard to get. Because it's like the gladiator games. It's as close to a gladiator game as we have. There's so much fanfare involved in it. Is there? Maybe. I don't know. They have ring people that come out. Those ladies. Celebrities always go to those things. That's why. I, that's my reasoning why i think it's expensive i always see celebrities mm. at it mm. i don't know if that's a great one-to-one but i don't know my reference for boxing is the movie the fighter so i don't <laughs> know <laughs> mine is um oh what's the hillary swank one <laughs> million, million dollar <laughs> yeah. baby. i was like i know there's a number i was gonna say forty thousand oh dollar baby i don't know why <laughs> forty thousand dollars I, I don't know why that was the number in my head i was thinking of. <laughs> Oh my God, that is, and it sucks because it's like, oh yeah, $40,000 would be more depressing. More depressing than the movie Million Dollar Baby is like, she dies the first time she gets into the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Expensive ticket if you know Like she just drowns. <laughs> like you're like, what? <laughs> um, well, today we're going to talk about a famous golfer. Wow. Uh, do you know the name John Daly? Yeah, because he lived in my town. What? <laughs> no, there was just a guy named... <laughs> that was like the name of my friend in high school, like parent. <laughs> oh, so that... I actually know a few John Daly's. My dad is friends with a John Daly. Well, it's probably not this one. I know like two John Daly's. Weird. Maybe we'll see if they have good names that they're going by. Um, I would say he's probably the closest person we have to like a real life Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. Okay. So The shirt is making sense now. Because uh, he's known for long drives, and he was pretty anti-golf culture. That's the best way I can like summarize it. Love it. Was he also sponsored by Subway? No, his sponsorship's <laughs> way more edgy than that. And we'll get there when oh we get God. there. Oh, my God. Was it like Four loco? No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, You're going the wrong though. way with oh, dang it, but it. similar. <laughs> Um, so he's a professional golfer. He was born in Carmichael, California. He mm-hmm. moved to Arkansas at the age of four. Sure. While he was five years old, he started to play golf. But what he did is he cut adult clubs down. As a five-year-old, why was he allowed near saws at that age? Because he was in Arkansas? What That's do you mean? That's true. <laughs> it's literally in the name. Um, by the age of 13, he won. Tyler sp- didn't get that, but that's fine. Like, boom. <laughs> um, at the age of 13, he won a spring championship at the Lake of the Woods golf course that he was So near how old was he? 13. Okay. He defeated all the male members, which caused the club to change its rule, quote, barring juniors from future open club competitions. Did he not beat a woman? Well, it, they weren't playing. Like, it's well, not- then why did you say all the male because that's just the way it's set up. I don't know. Oh, well, it makes it sound like maybe a lady was better. But then I forgot that golf doesn't golf. let... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just golf, period. Golf doesn't like women. <laughs> um, He moved around a bunch. He played golf and football in high school. He was a punter, which is just funny, I think. Um, sure. And then he finished school and got a scholarship at the University of Arkansas. Okay, for golf. For golf? It's weird that, like... You can get a scholarship for golf. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. We really give scholarships out for everything. It's a, it's one of the weirdest sports to like make money at because it's not like you're a salaried like you know we were talking mm-hmm. about before like you sign a contract for fifty million a year and then a forty million dollar signing bonus. You only mm-hmm. win when you you only win money when you've won in the tournament to win prize money. Mm-hmm. Much like in Call Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's how happy. That's the plot line. Of Happy Gilmore. (laughs) (laughs) I know golf, baby. (laughs) I've seen that movie so much. (laughs) So in Arkansas, he was, his coach asked him to lose weight. Wow. Okay. Legend has it. uh, They told him he needed to lose 30 pounds or we couldn't make the team. To golf? Yeah. He's a big old boy. 
Okay, but what does that matter? It's not like it's a race. It's not like you lose points if you're the last guy to get down to the green. Like, what are you talking about? You drive around in carts the whole time. You don't drive around in carts when you're playing at a professional or, like, college level. You walk the whole time. Okay, yeah, but if he's able to walk, why do they care? If he's good... You know what? I'm so tired of these beauty standards (laughs) just, like, weaseling their way into everything. What was the point of him losing weight? I think it would be he would be more athletic and you would be able to like perform better so it wasn't like an aesthetic thing it was they wanted him in better shape to be like performing well here's how he cut that that's not how being in shape works you can be healthy and like not be thin i think they wanted him to be more toned and like strong i just think that maybe they should look at themselves in the mirror rather than this golf player (laughs) okay so Here's how he thought to like lose the the attitude and then maybe he'll lose the weight. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's said that Daly would only drink Jack Daniels Mm -hmm. and eat popcorn for four months in order to cut weight. Okay, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, my mom did that diet. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. There was a time in my mom's life where she was doing, like, the apple teeny and popcorn diet. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God they had the same diet. Well, as you could guess. My mom should try golf. <laughs> yeah, she might be awesome at it. Uh, people didn't think this was very healthy, obviously. Um, here's Because it's not. <laughs> here's some things of uh, how John Daly, just his general thoughts about, like, all this so he famously rejected water for soda um he's been drinking diet coke at tournaments since 1999 love that you know what i one time saw this interview with this like 103 year old lady and she said the secret to a long life three dr peppers a day interesting yeah um in 2016 he told a journal say he hates drinking water and he likes the taste of coke better (laughs) particularly from mcdonald's yeah, because they do. They their coils are kept colder. That's a true thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, they like it's specific. So the soda machines that are in McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. The Coca Cola soda machines. They there's like a patent on them, and they have an exclusivity deal with Coca Cola to be like the coils that they have inside the soda machine that they run through are like kept colder so that when the soda comes out that's why it's so crisp and it's so refreshing and it's not like that anywhere else like they have an exclusivity deal with coca-cola that's crazy i didn't know that yeah like the technology of the soda machine is what is like different i think there might be something else like kept in it but like they have they have like an exclusive recipe and patent on this machine that's that's amazing yeah Um, he so there is science behind why mcdonald's coca-cola is the best and we're breaking it down right here isn't that insane that's awesome (laughs) um he claimed in his prime he could drink 12 to 20 diet cokes a day i think i could do that uh i think i could do that you think so? Should we try it? Our next video, yeah. It's just me drinking, like, how many Cokes? We'll go get a case of soda. I have to drink a case of soda in one day? Yeah. I could do that. Look out. Here it comes. I swear coming. to God. That doesn't seem hard to me. Well, maybe. Does that seem hard to you? I think I don't think it's I'd, just so I don't sweet. think I'd feel it's a lot good. Of sweet, yeah. I don't think I'd feel good and afterwards. That's the thing. He's performing in like a sporting event immediately <laughs> after doing that. Like think about okay, that. Okay, how about this? I'll do that, and then we'll go play like a round of golf. I, that's awesome. I love that. And it's we'll we'll title it Sophie Beats Daily. I think that's awesome. So you'll have to add this to it. Okay. Um, I used to be able to eat two Big Macs, two or three cheeseburgers, a chocolate shake, regular Coke back then before I started <laughs> drinking Diet Cokes in a sitting wait so that was four burgers or was two he big just... macs two or three cheeseburgers chocolate shake wait okay regular wait. coke oh my god so five burgers and then a coke and a milkshake yeah i could do that throughout the day i don't know in one sitting could we like spread it over like two hours or something yeah, yeah yeah i'll do this but then immediately after it's got to be like salad month for me (laughs) and like only water because i'm pretty sure 
like I'll I'm going to I'll do this, but I'm it's going to ruin my skin <laughs> and my body image and I'm just going to do it. <laughs> well, luckily you can switch to the other diet routine of popcorn and Jack Daniels <laughs> to recover. <laughs> Great. Um nutritionist dietitians no need to contact me. I'm in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> um here's some other really I thought awesome quotes about his personal fitness feelings yeah quote uh i don't think i've ever stepped into a gym they lo- won't Same. let me smoke there <laughs> <laughs> and w- when was this um this is just over the course of his career but he's oh, always I meant, like been... what year because like what year were they not letting people smoke inside in gyms i probably at all time i don't think I don't think no. the gym was a place they were letting people smoke in at any point. Absolutely they would. You think so? Way back when? Yeah. That's why I asked, when is this? I kind of forgot what year we're in. Are we in the 2000s? Uh, No. We're Do you know in... how long gyms have been a thing? Gyms have been around for a long time, Tyler. So this would be around the 80s, 90s. Absolutely. Interesting. I would... Tyler, you could smoke in hospitals. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't wait to look this up later. Uh, that's a... That's crazy. I never thought about it. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Um, he also said, quote, I just think God Miller Lite isn't as fattening as most beers. If I cut <laughs> back on beer, though, I'd look anorexic. Okay. <laughs> and then this is my favorite one I found. Yeah, I love this guy. I don't work out. I pull out. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> this guy rocks. Years later, I'm just gonna skip ahead to this, but this this guy is who Tom Brady wants to be. <laughs> like, maybe idea. years later, after and just like coolness. <laughs> years later, after Miley Cyrus gave a performance on the Today Show, um, in it for whatever reason, she's like mm-hmm. mentioned not wanting like sex after forty must have been weird. So he tweeted at mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, "Miley, love your showing on the Today Show and your music. I do gr- disagree with you. I'm over forty, and sex is just as good as it was in my twenties. LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Cap locked. LOL too. <laughs> so he he is a fun guy. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. So." Eventually, he's not a regular golfer. He's a cool golfer. He really is. <laughs> he's the he's the bad boy of golfing. <laughs> Literally, in 1987, he left college to go pro. Mm-hmm. Um, he played in like South Africa on this like qualifying tournament that you had to play to be able to get into the big league. This is just a little information. Those who are in the top 25 of the money list at the end of the year are given TPGA tour memberships. Oh, why don't you try that again? <laughs> Those who are in the top 25 of the money list at the year end are given PGA Tour memberships for the next year. Mm -hmm. So he earned in 1991 the ability to play on the PGA, which you don't always get to just play on it. No, I've I've seen Happy Gilmore, so I know that. Um, In 1991, at the age of 25, Mm -hmm. he was... he won a, a PGA championship and there's only four of those a year. Mm-hmm. So at age 25, he won one wow. because he was the ninth alternate and he got <laughs> added last and then ended up winning. So it was crazy. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> uh, I know sports. <laughs> I really know sports. <laughs> um, he was added so last minute because another golfer's wife was going to give birth. So he had to pull out. So he drove because he didn't pull out. Boom. Boom. <laughs> so he drove through the night and actually got to use the other golfers, Caddy, Jeff, Squeaky, Medlin. Yes. Who? Where is our episode on little squeaks? Where is our episode Maybe purely it's on the him? Corner. I need it. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Something I thought was crazy that happened during this tournament. Yeah. Um, a spectator spectator died after being struck by lightning during a weather delay. And it was was the, that the first person to die during a golf tournament? It was the second fatality at a major championship in 1991. What? What was the first? Two months earlier. At Two the months. Us Open in Minnesota, six people were hit by lightning with one fatality. I don't think God likes golf. <laughs> I think God said, stop. <laughs> this is the devil's sports Two people died by lightning strike. At golf tournaments. In the same year. Yes. What is it because everyone's holding a metal stick? It's These are spectators. No, no, no. 
Oh, like the umbrella. Yeah, there's just like, no. I'm just talking about all the metal that's around. <laughs> oh, it's like driving it closer? That's how that works. Is it? I don't know how weather works. Yeah, they got to look for a, the lightning. Electricity looks for a conductor. Electricity's whole point, right? When lightning strikes, it goes down into the ground. It's looking to like get into the ground. Like that's all lightning wants to do. All that energy just wants to get into the ground. That's why like people get struck by lightning is because like it's going for the ground. We're connecting it like lightning just wants conductors metal is a really good conductor of electricity that's why things have lightning rods it's to draw the electricity to the lightning rod so it doesn't strike other things because it's drawn to that that's amazing that's how science works (laughs) i think a lot of that was wrong but it's mostly right (laughs) so daily ended up donating thirty thousand dollars to the family of Mm -hmm. the person that died during that tournament was he the only one uh i don't know but uh, I didn't look up other people. Oh, okay. Uh, I did think, so both of his, That's crazy. Uh, and both of that guy's doctor, or kids went on to go to college. One is a doctor. So Specializing in lightning strength. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's weird is I was looking up a news- electrical burns. <laughs> I was looking up a newspaper article about like the tournament, him playing in it, and it talks about it, but then like the very like last sentence like jammed in is like, Oh, yeah, and also this happens during it. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen the scars from a lightning strike, like, on a person? No. It's crazy because th- this, and they fade. Over, they sometimes fade over time. Sometimes they stay. But they're, like, these, it literally looks like lightning on your body. Weird. Like, it, tr- it almost looks like a tree of lightning because mm-hmm. it's literally the lightning traveling through your body. Oh, Like, weird. it's it's insane. Lightning strikes are insane my friend had an aunt who was struck by lightning twice in her life oh my god and lived. how Th- bad luck do you have to have that's really really bad luck yeah so where was i okay so 1991 he got mm-hmm. pga tour rookie of the year so that's pretty cool that is pretty cool um now again he looks a little different he was like a big power hitter mm-hmm. that was like what he was known for like one of his caddies at a time a power every, bottom every time he would swing mm-hmm. he would yell kill <laughs> so that was kind of like a fun thing about him i love that this guy rocks um i'm gonna kill that's crazy I'm going to show you a picture of him okay. in 1992. Okay. To and I'll be the judge of his weight. Give me that. <laughs> um, oh, which picture? This is the one I wanted. So these, here's two of just what he would look like. This guy has course. a normal size body. They wanted him to lose. Is this after he lost 30 pounds? Like This was after, yeah. Because this was after Even college. if you add 30 pounds to him, like, oh, this poor guy. I hope he enjoys every cheeseburger he eats. Oh, he does. Trust Good. me. <laughs> you know, we're going to get to that. Oh, so, no. Does he gain a lot of weight? And then loses it. But oh you'll God. see why. Like Christian Bale. So according to um, performance statistics, mm-hmm. John Daly is the first PGA Tour golfer to average more than 300 yards per drive over a full season. Wow. So he's really whacking the crap out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he won a bunch of tournaments, but then at the end of the 1994, early 94, he was suspended for bad behavior <laughs> for walking off mid-round. So it wasn't going well. He just decided he didn't want to keep playing the round of golf. That's crazy. He was also disqualified for picking up a ball instead of finishing the hole. Okay. So you know how like, oh, it's a gimme. I just won't finish it. You have to finish it in the PGA. Yeah. So he got disqualified from a tournament for just picking up the ball and walking off because he was mad he was missing a putt. Uh, Another tournament, he walked off the course without telling one he was quitting because it was leaving to enter alcohol recovery. Oh, dang. He had like an epiphany right there. He saw someone get struck by lightning. He said, I should change. <laughs> he, I was listening to a podcast interview he was doing and he said in 1992 was the most drunk he ever was playing in a tournament. Oh, wow. And he was like, I wasn't going to drink, but then one of the people at the place was like, you can go bartend. The bar's yours. And then he's like, I remember pulling up for my 7.30 tea time at 7.30. Mm-hmm. No practice rounds, just completely blitzed going to play a tournament oh my god <laughs> which i again i couldn't imagine yeah i can't imagine so the pga commissioner how did he do in the tournament i don't know <laughs> probably, <not great. laughs> he probably walked off at some point 
Um, the PGA commissioner said, I care a lot about him. I like him, but some things he does are unacceptable. On one hand, we're not going to permit him to play, but mm-hmm. on the other, we're going to support him. Aww. He can be a positive force for golf. Because he was getting a lot of people to come out to yeah, see. Yeah, like happy he was. It, like literally, exactly. And like probably like a whole like audience that they had not yet really like dipped into. So something that happened people that were on the fence about golf they saw this cool guy and they were like i could get into that he's like a rock and roll guy he's like me people were coming women were like taking like topless photos with him after like this is exactly like was happy gilmore based on this guy i don't know but it probably a little bit um also an original in honor of that like all the topless women that have like done that he Mm -hmm. got a pair of golf pants that had like the silhouette of like a tape a a topless woman on it it's like a cartoon version so that was his pants i don't like it now (laughs) um so when he was sent to rehab he would kind of clap back a little bit Mm -hmm. and he said that uh many pga golfers were cocaine users and said that if drug testing was done properly he'd be one of the cleanest guys out there i believe it because this was the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> I believe it. Um, so after rehab, he came back and he won a tournament saying mm-hmm. it was the first win sober he's had. Oh, that's And this amazing. was his third PGA Tour win. <laughs> I bet that felt really good. I, I bet that doing it sober was more of an accomplishment than the actual win. That's awesome. Good for you. Uh, okay. So he got into a fight with one of the parents of another golfer <laughs> at a tournament yes. in Akron, Ohio in 1994. Uh-huh. Um, what was happening is he kept hitting into the next group in front because mm-hmm. he didn't think they were moving fast enough. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to read from this article really mm-hmm. quick because it's the best one. Uh, controversial golfer John Daly scuffled with the father of fellow competitor at the conclusion <laughs> of the World Series of Golf. Oh, my God. According to witnesses, directed obscenities at the man's wife. The incident involved Daly and the father, who was the head professional at the golf course that this guy like won a spot to come play at. Yeah. Um, he hit several balls into the group playing in front of him, and one of the shots almost like hit them while they were on the green. So the mother apparently. The mom went over to question him for his etiquette. Mm-hmm. He started saying like obscenities. So the dad jumped on Daly's back and began <gasps> choking him. Oh my god! They wrestled to the ground and the altercation was broken up by. It fans. feels like it's the dad's fault. Like, <laughs> y- like don't be mean. Like, you know, words are one thing, but like trying to choke the guy. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Um, in 1995. But also, if yeah. any man ever said one mean thing to me, I would expect you to attempt murder him <laughs> as well. <laughs> the bar has been set. Yeah. So in 1995, he won the uh, oldest golf tournament, the British Open. Okay. Uh, he won in a four-hole playoff, which was like a really like they couldn't believe he won this playoff, mm-hmm. and he put ice cream in the. Tr- the trophy instead of alcohol or diet coke oh also during this a streaker uh, came up butt naked and ran on the course uh-huh. while he was um finishing up the round here's a picture of the streaker <laughs> with Absolutely. the 19th hole pointed at his butt <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> the 19th hole is the best part that's funny it is funny um <laughs> yeah which also, okay, it's also funny because someone definitely had to j- paint that onto that guy for him. I read the blog he, this guy wrote about yeah. it, and he's like, me and my mates got real early, and he, they drew it on me. And then they crowded around him, uh-huh. like, holding up their jackets so he could, like, strip down. So that they couldn't catch him before. So we, Yeah, so he yeah. could just bolt out. That's some good friends right there. It's a lot of time. Drawing a that. big old arrow right to your butthole. That's a good friend. Also, it's funny to be like, hey, let's go get rowdy at a golf match. That's what I'm saying. Like the most fun you can have drunk is when you're drunk at some place that like is not normally a place to be drunk. Like golfing, Mm -hmm. any sort of figure skating show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so he's doing okay. But then in 1990s. The Science Museum. (laughs) Uh, 1997, he walked off a course mm-hmm. during the second round because he was having the shakes due to his sobriety. Oh, dang. Um, 
he then in 98 he recorded one of the highest golf scores on a single hole in PGA golf tour history. He shot an 18 on a hole. What does that mean? So most are par three, four, or five. Sweet. Say the whole thing, the whole sentence. He recorded one of the highest scores. Oh, for a second I was like, good for him. And then I was like, (laughs) wait. I was like, wait, wouldn't that be a hole in one? And then I realized that how wrong I was. Okay. (laughs) So he was trying to use a three wood and he hit six golf balls into the water, each resulting in a stroke penalty as well. because Squeaky wasn't with him. He might have been, actually. Oh, no, Squeaky! Uh, after the seventh, he finally got it over, and then he finished the round and ended with 18. So, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Tin Cup? No, but I've seen the movie Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to go to your home? <laughs> well, this is like a stubborn scene similar in Tin Cup, where he's like, no, I just really have to put it on the green. I'm not going to take the penalty and drop the ball. He's like, I'm, I'm going to hit it from here. Mm-hmm. So, this hap- they pulled this from a There's different golf movie. There's two golf movies out there. we got to watch Tin Cup later. Probs not. <laughs> I've seen Abby Gilmore. I don't need to see any others. <laughs> so as the years kind of keep going, I'm not mm-hmm. going to go through everyone. You know, he would get a couple of top 25 finishes, but just not doing great. Yeah. Um, In 2002, he was inducted into the Arkansas Golf Hall of Fame. Obviously. So just the Arkansas one. Yes. Is that what? Like one room in like your grandma's <laughs> <laughs> house? Like where is that? <laughs> um. So... Through the 2000s, he kind of just started doing his own thing. So after at the 2002 Australian PGA Championship, uh-huh. after he made a triple bogey okay, on the last hole of the course, he threw his putter and ball uh-huh. into the pond, <laughs> and he wouldn't sign off on his scorecard, so he was disqualified from the tournament. Uh, he was fined and was ordered to write an apology letter. Right? Did he write one? Was it just like, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Because he was like yelling at some staff members. Oh, so they don't yell at po- the staff. Yeah, that's unnecessary. That's not cool. They're literally there just trying to get paid. Like, be nice to the st- be nice to staff. Be nice to service workers. If you're not nice to service workers, you're probably a Tom Brady. You're a bad, bad person. person. <laughs> um, 2003, he won like cr- the Korean Open mm-hmm. tour. Uh, 2004, he was selected as PGA Tours Comeback Player of the Year. He won the Buick. Invitational, which was noteworthy mm-hmm. because he beat Tiger Woods, or he, or the next tournament, sorry, he lost to Tiger Woods because he mm-hmm. missed a two foot putt. Oh, dang. And then he started playing bad and it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that he also really likes, which <laughs> I like, okay. him, is he likes gambling a lot. Uh, in oh, 2005, no. <laughs> after losing the Tiger Woods, he flew to Las Vegas and seated himself at a $5,000 a pole slot machine. In his third, those exist. Yes, he uh, not, on the not, slots. So the, that's dumb. <laughs> he was talking about it on this episode I listened to, but it's $5,000 a pole. That's so stupid. And I the, barely want to do the penny ones because it's all. The jackpot for it is $1.6 million. Which he's hit before. Is it like one machine? Like what? Where is this? There's like a high rollers part of a, a high limit part of the casino that you can go to where these kind of things Which exist. Which we were not No, in. we go no, to the no, low no, rollers. No, 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 no. We couldn't even find a roulette table that was low enough for us. <laughs> um, True story. <laughs> he, it, yeah, so in two thought he lost in 30 minutes $600,000. He eventually, that... He lost 1.65 in five hours. Um, he's admitted that gambling oh has cost God. him more than $55 million. Tyler, you should li- are you paying attention to the words that you're saying? Gambling is bad. Gambling will ruin your life. Don't do it. He once confessed in an interview to ESPN. <laughs> Delete your fan duel right <laughs> no, now. Never. Delete it. FanDuel, sponsor the show. <laughs> Prove her wrong. <laughs> Yeah, let's make a bet, FanDuel. Ooh. <laughs> um, in 2016, he said in 2016 that he threw $65,000 of gambling winnings off of a bridge while he was arguing with his ex-wife about his addiction. My soul just left my body. <laughs> this guy... Why were they arguing on a bridge? I think they were driving and he pulled over 
to then throw the money out. Like, well, if you're going to be mad about money or whatever it was, I forget what their argument was, but he just threw the money off of the bridge. I would hate him. Well, did they get divorced? They sure did. Great. Yeah. Saw that one coming. Oh my God. Um, He once said on a podcast. Why did he have that much in cash just laying around? Because he won it at a casino. Okay. They give you cash out the door. Sorry. I didn't think that this was like right after a casino for some reason. He does this a lot. Well, um, she probably had to pick him up from the casino is what I am Probably. I think you're probably right. That's probably right. Um, something he does now that he says is he'll, um, people will pay him to come golf with them, but then... Like cameo, but... <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, they pay an appearance fee, basically, oh, okay. I would say, is probably what it ends up. And he ends up um, playing a lot of rich guys who mm. just want to, like, try to gamble and see if they could beat John Daly on a golf yeah. match. Yeah. So he said, like, a lot of times they'll play, like, $30,000 a hole. And again, he's a professional golfer, so he usually walks away with a lot of money when he plays up. But people just like the experience. Yeah. I uh, totally paid that much money for that kind of... Ex- like, what? So I don't get it. He said, I don't get it. I don't... I don't... I don't really understand sports betting. I think we should bet on cooler things. What would you want to bet on? You know, will the ocean overcome us? <laughs> How do you set the odds for that? Over under. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like, you know, what if we what if we bet on like how long until like penicillin is free <laughs> or insulin is free? Well, when you I want to op- take that bet. When you open a sports book <laughs> for life bets, then I'm all no, over. No, no, like uh, in all seriousness, why don't we bet on like who's going to like I don't know, like what movie? I don't know. What I'm trying to say is I actually think all gambling is stupid. You can bet on Oscars winners and stuff like that if that's what you're Oh well, yeah, implying. I guess people also do like stuff you with like the bachelor. You can really yeah. bet on anything. Yeah. I guess yeah. I think betting should just be like card games. <laughs> um, Daly said that a lot of the times golfers, even on tour, when they're doing like practice rounds, they'll set gamble. They'll they'll bet with each other. Mm-hmm. So like, that's another place. He wrote an autobiography in 2006 mm-hmm. called "My Life In and Out of the Rough: The Truth Behind All the Bullshit You Think You Know About Me." What is the rough like a golf term? Yes. What is it? It's like there's the Why fairway. Do, don't look at me like I'm dumb. I thought you knew that. Why would I know that? The rough? We've I've gone literally golfing before. And when have you ever been like, well, you're really in the rough right now? You've never said that. Fair enough. Um, How would I know that? So what does it mean? So there's the fairway that's like the short grass. And then the rough is like, unke- it's not it's not 100% unkempt, but it's like higher up. Yeah, you've never been like, oh, you really got into the rough on that oh, one. Oh, interesting. Or, hey, watch out for the rough while we're while we're doing our practice swings. Well, now you know. Well, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I'm uh, going to forget it instantly. So he wasn't like a regular on the tour at this point. But what would happen is he would get something called a sponsor exemption. Mm-hmm. So someone would want to like sponsor him to get a spot on the tour. Sure. So he was invited to play, but in 2007 he had to withdraw. With he withdrew after two holes because he pulled a muscle in his shoulder blade when he was trying on his backswing, but could hear someone taking a photo. So he tried to stop oh. and like jerked him the wrong way, and he pulled a muscle in his shoulder blade. So he that couldn't sucks. play. So sad. And is then that he the yelled at that person. Career? No, no, we're okay. not there yet. Oh my god! Uh, How long is this episode? <laughs> we're, we're getting close to it. Uh, in 2007, mm-hmm. he did backup vocals on the Kid Rock song <laughs> "Half Your Age." He's also released an album of songs he wrote and co-wrote called "My Life." I only you know it's one way. It's my life. I'm golfing in the rough, and you're really gonna think I'm tough. I just want to drink some Diet Coke. It's my life. <laughs> John Daly, hit us up. We yeah. can do a, an appearance. We might not be as famous as the other people who have made appearances on his albums, such as... this. Whenever I do think of like any... This isn't like to say that like people who are athletic or who do sports are unintelligent. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um... 
but whenever I think of like a sports person like writing a book or like doing music all I can think about is in Blades of Glory where his book of poems is called let me put my poems in you (laughs) (laughs) that's well that's what I picture every single time I hear that I've thought of doing it like it's hard I've thought about doing an episode about all the athletes that have music careers like that might be one we do in the future but (laughs) yeah there's a lot um, Let me are, put my songs in you. Like that's literally what I picture. Some are sculptors. They are. We learned that in our either last episode or the episode after this. You'll find out. <laughs> find out. <laughs> I guess you have to listen to both. <laughs> uh, people have made appearances on his album. Mm-hmm. Darius from Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. <laughs> and Willie Nelson. Willie? He got Willie. Dang. Yeah, his new album's coming. Is out. Is it good? I don't know. He claims he has a it's next good. album. He has the next one. It's called Firewater, or it's called uh, Whiskey and Water, or something like that. Better than my life. Um. So yeah, that's he's a musician as well. Dang, uh, this guy is a Renaissance man. Well, this is where we get to the tail oh, end. No. Of his <laughs> oh no! Oh no! In 2008, he was suspended for six months due to a few incidents. Uh. One, uh, police in <laughs> Winston Salem, North Carolina, uh-huh. said he appeared in intoxicated outside of a Hooters restaurant and well, was taken course. to jail to sleep it off. Um, he was put in jail under a state law called assistance to intoxicated persons, but he wasn't arrested, mm-hmm. but they still posted his like jumpsuit mugshot for whatever reason. Probably just felt like they did him dirty. Yeah, I agree. Um, the friend, his friends actually called the police to, because they were worried, but John said, quote, they didn't know I sleep with my eyes open when I drink too much alcohol. So uh, that doesn't make sense. What are they talking about? Th- the friends called the police because they were worried he was like something was wrong. So instead of them like taking to him to a hospital or something, they were like, they took him to the drunk tank. But he his point was like, I was fine. Nothing was wrong with me. I just keep my eyes open when I'm drunk and sleeping. So they thought he was just like non-responsive. Yes. And they didn't take him to a hospital. Those are bad friends. My goal. My guess is that like. Like I think he might be dead. We should definitely take him to the police. My guess would be they probably called 911 in an ambulance was like, oh, no, he's fine. He's sleeping. And then they're like, yeah, you can take him. And then he's passed him off to the police is my guess. They should have just. Oh, my God. Um, drinking was a problem. His coach at the time quit saying my whole goal for him Mm -hmm. was for him to show me golf is the most important thing in his life Mm -hmm. and the most important thing in his life is getting drunk oh sad and john daly didn't like that and he said i think he his lies kind of destroyed my life for a little bit Mm. yikes he also got in trouble for hitting a tee shot off the top of a beer can (laughs) at like a (laughs) pro-am tournament no that's just that's just rock and roll he loves doing that (laughs) just so you know um during uh, another championship there was a rain delay and then he came back out not with his caddy but at the time nfl coach john gruden was his (laughs) coach because he just happened to be there you mean caddy yeah so he started like just carrying his caddies for him um so then he started playing overseas because the regular pga wasn't allowing him to Mm -hmm. while he was doing that he got lap, lap band surgery and lost 40 pounds. Okay. Uh, I'm a proven fact that you don't have to go run and work out at all to lose weight. That's not your proven fact. That's what the surgery does. Quote, this lap band thing, this technology is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and should be a part of our national health care plan. No, it shouldn't. His They're daughter really got dangerous. one at 17. <gasps> They're really dangerous. Yeah. So he kept losing weight, and then he won a tournament um, in Turkey. And by this point, he was exempt for life to be in the tournaments that weren't, like, official PGA ones. Mm-hmm. Um, he said his biggest problem when he was really playing poorly here was his putting because of his poor vision. <laughs> he said he had astigmatism, and when he bends over to putt, everything looks slanted. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which makes it tough with <laughs> hilly greens. <laughs> Um, he was banned from playing in Australia because he hit seven balls in the water and then stormed off. He also hit the wrong from ball. all of Australia. He can't play. Uh, <laughs> he Australian can't PGA. Yeah. Oh my God. He hit the wrong ball during that time. A ball <laughs> that was in the bunker. He thought it was his and hit it and it wasn't. But 
he stormed off after hitting seven balls in the water because on a Twitter feed he wrote, quote, when you run out of balls, you run out of walls. So he had no other ones on his Did caddy. Did you say when you run out of balls, you run out of balls or walls? What did you balls. just say? I said balls twice. Oh. So he was like, I'm out of balls. I guess I'm done. Bye. Whereas like if you, you run out of balls. You're at a golf tournament. <laughs> There's, They have to have more balls. And if that happens, what I looked up, the officials go and get you the same kind that you're playing with yeah. and make sure they're nothing wrong with them or whatever. But they'll bring they'll bring you more balls. I get it, though, because sometimes I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I know I committed to doing this, but I have to leave early. <laughs> uh, so this is the point where I wanted to show you some famous outfits of his. Okay, yeah, because he's known for kind of like being very like loud with his outfits. Oh, my God. So here's some. And I'll post these. Like He in the does pictures. have a big old belly now. A big old dad belly. He also looks like the Guy Fieri of golf. <laughs> That's a great description, I think, actually. So, yeah, he, he loves like very loud. He is Guy Fieri. He's like wearing chef pants spongebob spongebob those are my favorite these like electric striped ones yeah so uh this guy's got a personality he also this is pretty famous photo of he loves smoking cigarettes and playing oh golf God. he's always got like a cigarette in his oh mouth God. in most pictures i feel like that would be horrible the smoke is gonna go right up into your little eyeballs and having eyes is like half the game <laughs> Well, when you're a pro, you don't have to worry about that, apparently. Oh, my God. Um, so when he turned 50, he started playing on the PGA Tour Champions League, which is their senior league. Mm -hmm. He won the very first tournament. He, like RuPaul All-Stars. Basically, <laughs> yeah. He won the first tournament a year after he joined. Mm -hmm. But he was getting some shade because... Oh, some shade. He, he was using <laughs> a golf cart. And no one else. Typically, most people don't use golf carts. They don't. You're not allowed in the PGA Tour, but the Champions Tour, you can get like an exception to mm -hmm. the rule. Uh, Tiger Woods said that even if his leg was broken, he probably would keep walking. But then they no, like, you wouldn't. Yeah, like shut up, like ugh, get out of here, whatever. So, years later, I guess they talked about, it and he actually apologized to John Daly for saying that once he understood the full situation because he has like diabetes. Yeah, it's fucking ableism, is what it is. Like yeah. who care? Who cares? We made all of these rules up. We made them all up. Everything that you see before you, we made up. It's silly nonsense. That doesn't have any actual repercussion to it, except the repercussions that we made up. Dumb. Dumb. Let the guy take a golf cart. No one's watching. Yeah. No one cares. It doesn't matter. We don't even watch them walk. No one's watching them do this. <laughs> it's not like they have like a follow cam. Being like, We're going to have to watch golf for a whole day just to to immerse you in because they kind of do follow some of them like that but yeah but you're but like when they're walking to their next hole like you're they they cut to another other players mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it doesn't matter what i'm saying is that it doesn't matter and if they did do in golf you know they could have this whole like comedians and cars getting coffee vibe you know what i mean like golfers and golf carts getting their golf balls <laughs> Uh, they kind of do that for some of the tournaments where they'll have more like celebrities playing and like mic it up and it'll be more fun like that. But yeah, your your point is valid. Yeah, that it doesn't. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. And we're all just playing a silly make believe rules for everything that we do. Uh, he got, Life is crazy. He got <laughs> knee surgery in 2022. Uh huh. But he waited until he could play in the PNC championship with his a father son Aww. tournament. So he played with his son. Fine. John Daly. Do Jr. they have. A daughter's tournament? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if she plays golf. So uh, at the age of 56. Not his daughter personally. I'm asking. Oh, I can don't Can daughters participate? Probably. I assume I so. doubt it. Um, at the age of 56 during a PGA tournament. Uh, this is a quote about his intake for the day. Mm -hmm. So 56. Uh, for a man who was apparently fighting benign bladder cancer. Someone kept track that he smoked 21 cigarettes Drank 12 Diet Cokes, ate six packs of peanut M&Ms during the game. And then after the match, he posted that he was going to Hooters. This guy loves Hooters. Well. Is he sponsored? He sure is. 
<laughs> he, him, and his son are both sponsored by Hooters. Oh my god! So in father and co Hooters sponsorship, uh, the the two will promote. I want to say I'm not doing that second <laughs> that second challenge. I'm not smoking all those cigarettes <laughs> and eating all the peanuts. Yeah, I'll add the peanut M and M's to what we're playing. I think I could do that, <laughs> but not the cigarettes. Um, I'll smoke some like chamomile tea, but not cigarettes. Yeah, his son has an NIL deal, which is like the college sponsorship deal. And they are said to, they're going to promote the restaurant chain via social media and branded apparel. Uh, his son has said that Hooters is the ideal place. I for hope that like their golf bag looks like a giant chicken wing. <laughs> I hope that's what that means. <laughs> um, he said, or like when, you know, a jacket that dispenses like buffalo sauce. Oh, like the disp- man, a lot of crossover. There's in this a lot of crossover. Episode. Episode. Yeah. Um, so his son said, yeah, it's a good place to go unwind after a long day on the course or in the classroom. So I'm honored to be a chosen as an ambassador for the brand. I've for seen Hooters. For Hooters. We're still talking about Hooters. Okay. I've seen my father's great relationship with Hooters over the <laughs> years, and I'm proud to continue my family's association with this iconic What's brand. What's so sad, to interrupt you here, what's so sad is we know what the relationship was with his wife as we heard him throw $64,000 off of a bridge during a fight with her. His relationship with Hooters probably was the most stable (laughs) relationship that his son (laughs) saw him have in his life. So here's his Hooters pants. I like them. And then after that tournament, I said he played with his son. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to Hooters. This was the picture he posted on social media. And then later that day, someone posted a picture on Twitter of him at the casino playing the slot machine. (laughs) This guy just like, like golf is like his warm up to the rest of his favorite hobbies, (laughs) which is hot wings, boobs and slots. (laughs) He, I didn't catch it, put it in there because it was kind of conf- a long, drawn out thing. But he talks about like he was really bad at money managing, obviously. Obviously. So he used to kind of calculate like, okay, I know I'll make at least these much on the tournament for these months to pay off. He's literally things. playing golf to fund his gambling addiction. And he's gambling to hopefully fund his golf addiction <laughs> at the same time. Um, yeah, here's a picture of him just randomly at a slot machine that they took of him later. Rocks. Same shirt. Also, I would never recognize him in public because he looks like every other white man at a casino. That's fair. Yeah. Like during the day, like they all blend together. That's what they look like. Mm-hmm. They're all John. Da- what if I've just seen John Daly? <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're getting close to the end. So he's a couple of things noteworthy. Mm-hmm. He's a partner of Heart of a line which provides uh, mental physical wellness support for our nation's children's and first responders and americans veterans okay. so he, he contributes to that uh in 2022 <laughs> he was very vocal about advocating for marijuana legalization in arkansas hell yeah <laughs> i know there's a lot of yeah but- you i am zero surprise he doesn't seem like he smokes weed, but yes, he's like he pro Yes, he Are you kidding me? Yeah. Have you not seen any of Willie the pictures Nelson, that I we get? Willie Nelson, I should have been Anything that we have talked about today should have let us know, this guy smokes a lot of weed. Okay? Like, all even the Diet Coke stuff, I'm like, yeah, this guy's a pothead. <laughs> and like, absolutely, this guy's a pothead. Uh, there's all the munchies. No, absolutely. I called, he's the, he's the guy for area of golf. Of course he smokes weed. He's he put a pretty pretty uh, smart. I know there's been a lot of talk about issue four, which is the marijuana one. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you've seen the ads. Bottom line, issue four would safely legalize cannabis in our beautiful state of Arkansas. This has happened in 19 states in the sky didn't fall. Personally, I don't feel like there. this is any different than buying beer. Yeah, I agree. And if anything, it's safer than drinking a bunch of booze. Uh because let's not forget alcohol is poison bad for you i would like to point out alcohol is literally poison being drunk is because we've been poisoned (laughs) those are the effects of being poisoned um whereas marijuana you know you're just giggly a little hungry pain management is like one of the best benefits of smoking weed i've seen how smoking weed has literally like saved people's lives. Mm-hmm. Whereas alcohol 
Yikes. Tears families apart. <laughs> <laughs> There's a talk about a biopic of John Daly. I'd watch it, but it, they've already done it. Well, this one would be. It's called Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Who do you think should play John or uh, John Daly? Guy Ferrari. What actor do you think should play him? Can I? Well, young, young him. Because if it's young him, I think it should be that Magnuson guy. He's like more fit than he is. Okay. Anybody else you could think that? An old him. Oh, I just saw someone put Jonah Hill. It is yeah. Jonah Hill. Are they actually making it for Jonah Hill? So they've discussed him producing, directing. I can see it. Yeah. Is Jonah I Hill. That would be good. I was just about to say Tim Robinson. <laughs> I think Tim Robinson could also do a good job. He could do job. anything. So. He could literally do anything. But I think younger him. I have like a like I could see a few different actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So he led the PGA Tour in driving distances eleven times. Mm-hmm. So he's a big hitter. You know, just I'm just summarizing. Uh, quote: I hit the ball as hard as I can. If I can find it, I hit it again. <laughs> Sky rules. He is ranked 194 in career money leaders. Mm-hmm. He continues to make like celebrity appearances to things. He was doing pregame for one of the football network shows, the mm-hmm. SEC, the college. And on TV, they were like, so what do you think about the games? He goes, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I'm drunk. <laughs> on TV, he says that. It's. It's so. It's like funny, but also sad because we know he has a problem. <laughs> True. Yeah. He just. Uh, that sucked. But yeah, he just. Wait. He does crazy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with the hillbilly headlines. I'm not gonna lie. I'm drunk. There it is. <laughs> um, he keeps making like you know he makes like appearances all over and doing things. Um, he'll do like specialty tournaments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves, he does go on social media every once in a while. This I think is very noteworthy cause I, it's amazing. He was in Akron, Ohio while in doing a tournament and he hit a golf ball over into a bolt of lightning <laughs> <laughs> to revenge. Uh, no, he curse had... you Odin. <laughs> he hit a golf ball over the highway into the football stadium in Akron. So I'll show you this barefoot he loves Wait, going barefoot while there's a game no oh that would have been cool barefoot can you imagine you're just watching like a football game and all of a sudden a, a, golf. Ho- a golf ball just like comes in out of nowhere but watch this this video's nuts again he loves playing barefoot okay across an active highway he just shoots which a is ball. dangerous <laughs> yeah oh my god insane um and then the last but not least is he has a drink named after him do you know what a john daly is yeah, it's my dad's coworker. <laughs> um, no, what is it? Is it gin based? Is it beer? It's got to wait. So let me think. What did he drink with popcorn? Jack Daniels. Is it a Jack Daniels? No. What's the liquor base? Vodka. Ugh. Okay, let me just tell you. Okay. <laughs> a John Daly is an alcoholic mixed drink consisting of lemonade, iced tea, and vodka. So it's basically an Arnold Palmer, it is an Arnold with Palmer. alcohol in it. So, but I thought an Arnold Palmer does have alcohol in it. It does not. Oh. So if you go to like the the gas station to buy like an Arnold Palmer, oh well, yeah, I know yeah. that. But like, I thought maybe that that already existed just in the world of bartending and bars and yeah that's mixology the, but yeah so yeah it is you just be like i'll take a john daly uh, that sounds delicious but yeah. not vodka mm-hmm. uh and to end us <laughs> i would i just want a virgin tom daly <laughs> john daly i said tom daly a virgin john daly please so to end i'll just give some words of wisdom when asked the best way to nurse a hangover he said drink the same shit you drank the night before <laughs> you know i just saw and this is him in his glory smoking oh a cigarette. Oh my god! With a co- he looks like McDonald's cup in the golf cart. He looks like golf, but like golf Santa Claus is like <laughs> what that looks like to me. That's amazing. So What's your hangover cure? <laughs> Be miserable if I don't have <laughs> one. Which make regret from the night before <laughs> the hope that it overpowers my brain <laughs> that's funny it never works of course what's your hangover cure you know you want to know what's funny 
is that I just saw this clip of Anthony Bourdain talking about the best hangover cure, and it's my hangover cure. Okay, what is it? It is, um, so you take like a little bit of an aspirin, right? But then it's Coca-Cola, a joint, and spicy food. <laughs> oh my God. And that's what I do. That's what I crave. That's awesome. Specifically, I have to have a Coca-Cola the next day. Specific and John Daly would McDonald's agree that you should get the best one to get is the McDonald's Coke. That's and awesome. now we know why. Heck yeah! Thanks, John Daly. <laughs> You've been such a great man to us <laughs> this episode. Truly, wow, uh, that was fun. What a fun ride! It was great. An interesting guy. Sad, but interesting. Sad but interesting. Well, thanks for listening. To because they must. <laughs> we'll see you around and check out the episode either before or after this about gift giving in football <laughs> all right thanks bye, bye.